Living with Midweek. Hello and welcome to Living With Maidley. This is the podcast where we take a look back at Nostalgic TV. This is a midweek episode and I'm joined by, here he is, Mr. Andrew Haig. How's things, mate? Very good. Yeah, not too Tuesday, bad. Tuesday afternoon and this is after the driving school episode, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, obviously this is where we do with feedback and stuff like that of, of what you've what you've given us. Um, so we'll see you next week. It's nothing. No, it's a joke. Um, but we should be doing it too quick because we 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 drop the episode yeah. on on a Monday and then expect thousands uh, of people um, to, to to get in touch about it. So well, we also had the Alan John one, didn't we? The, the week before. Well, yeah. This is what I mean. There's not too much about uh, the latest episode, uh, as you can imagine. So we'll start with Alan John first. From like, Maureen. Any messages from Maureen from, yet? No, unfortunately not. No, nothing from Maureen. I've only killed 25 people. What are you um, podcasting about? Well, what are you podcasting about? Um, Adam, just before we start, I'll follow it, uh, said um, the midweek guy is back in his kitchen. Obviously, talking about the theme <laughs> tune deal just heard. It is good how you did that midweek. Because I didn't know you were going to do it, did I, when you first uh, produced it? Well, knowing your busy schedule, you probably didn't have time to re-record the... Because uh, obviously, you've got to get in the studio and get all the equipment set up. So, uh, yeah, I just thought I'd... Add over the top. Uh, we were at Liverpool this weekend, and there were um, every single bar. There's a bloke in corner playing an acoustic guitar. Playing midweek mainly. Yeah, well, I'm, I, that's what Eggie was saying. He was right. You're going to do midweek mainly, and uh, much hilarity. Can you imagine me getting up there singing that? It'd be incredible, wouldn't it? Oh yeah. I mean, um, yeah. So, um, but a lot of the uh, talk uh, uh, in terms of the Elton episode was how we pronounce nunchuckers and nunchuck. Or nunchucks or whatever. Chad. Well, yeah, but even even people listening weren't clear from well, what I saw. Yeah, well, so Chad said it's nunchucks, not nunchuckers. But Deadback come in and said technically it's nunchucker. So the person who practiced using this weapon is referred to in Japanese as a nunchucker cooker. Uh, yeah, so it's an amazing thing of a place Sheffield United nearly signed called Raphael, Ra- Raphael Nduke Chuke and Ralph Nunchucker, as he would have nicknamed him. I don't remember that player at all. I don't think I've ever heard of him. But Chad just came back and said, I am judge and jury, case closed. All <laughs> oh, right, I didn't see that bit. There we go then. So what That's did Chad it. say? Nunchucks. He just, yeah, he says nunchucks. So sorry, Deb Barber, he is judge and jury. Uh, Matthew said he particularly enjoys the idea of you uh, driving around South Yorkshire on with nunchucks listening to the Lion King soundtrack. I think you've made lots of false allegations there that I don't remember having either. So I think you've, you definitely you've treated did. me in a different light. How would I, how would I, I can't, could I even imagine that? It'd be like some sort of mighty boo shit. You, I think you've your madcap life. You've you've spent time with other people and mixed them up for me. You think someone else has got nunchucks fucking flying around with Lion King? It's exactly your sort of vibe. Mm, yeah, maybe, maybe. But oh, yeah, um, Sorry. I don't think. Do you think I would have had them at the same time? Maybe could be, couldn't it? I think you were around. I'm sure you had nunchucks under your seat. Like, I don't know why. I don't think you did it in a violent sense. Oh, what like Marion and hard? Jeff, where reach for the nunchucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And uh, I'm down and I've got the nunchucks I've and got I'm them, ready. And I'm up. That would have been fucking brilliant. Didn't you do some martial arts shit around this time? 
I've never done anything with nunchucks or nunchuckers. So, yeah, I don't know. I, don't, I think you might have killed a man and you're just fucking trying to, like, try, trying to put police off the scent if you're listening to the this. circle of life. <laughs> uh, Berlin Blade said, um, just after, just knocked out, just, yeah, sorry, just knocked this out after listening to this podcast and it's a picture he sent, so I'm going to have a look at it under our comments for the Elton episode. Um, and it's all about Rocket Man. He says it's his karaoke song, which I'd absolutely fucking love to hear, to be fair. Yeah, not um, It's not. And if he does the nine-minute version, he's up there quite a while, isn't he? Well, it's um, big, yeah, yeah, big instrumental, though. What would he do? Just dance? Just do a bit of a dance, I would have thought. But he says he, he makes a stop. It makes a, a point of stopping the track uh, before the Mars ain't the kind of place to raise your kids line, just to dissect it with the audience. He says it's quite... <laughs> <laughs> have you not seen this? No, he stops the track. What in? Yeah, uh, he says it's unbelievable. He says, who, who's he trying to talk out of raising the kids on Mars? It's a brilliant concept, right? Isn't it? Like karaoke mixed with a bit right. of stand up mid session. It'd be amazing, wouldn't it? Just a little, little. That's like a, like a more advanced Peter Kay, isn't it? Do you know when he does his misheard lyrics? <laughs> yeah. But like Stuart Lee doing it or something like that. Right. So what he said there is, it'd be amazing. Yeah, uh, but no, again, good. Obviously, we'll come on to it. We're going to talk a little bit about Glastonbury, I think, at the end. So I don't want to... T- we'll mention Elton's... Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, well, what's his name? Glastonbury, Elton performances. Elton John's performance. Can't speak. Um, can't speak. Yeah, can't speak. Major Charles, the legendary Major Charles, says that us two discussing the Academy Awards was the two... <laughs> the most two mics things that we've ever done. He said it reminded him so much of this clip. And I'm going to play this clip because it's just an excuse to play it again. In this country, uh, old, um, you know, um, what's uh, the Southampton core? Core. Uh, you know, Southampton's manager. But, uh, uh, you mean the Dutch guy? No, no, the German. Koeman. The German, Coman. Coman, he's, he's Dutch. No, he's German. No, he's not German. Who? Who are we talking about? The Southampton manager. Yes. Ronald Koeman. Ronald Koeman's Dutch. Yeah, fantastic. I love that. I mean, I, I, I will have to hold my hands up and say, I'm unfortunately, I'll be the Mike Graham of the uh, of the duo, but I'll take that. I think I'm quite happy with us being the two mics. Well, imagine you swinging your nunchucks around on a uh, talk radio. That's talk. a bit more Parry-esque, though, isn't it? Yeah, but, yeah, I suppose so, yeah. I mean, Mike Parry into music? I imagine he's been sneering at Glastonbury. He's, he's very into be, he's a, Well, he's an expert on everything. He's got literature on everything, hasn't he? He's got his... Uh, what does he call them? His, um, what, what is it? It's not portfolio. He's got... Uh, Dossiers. Anyway, he's got his, his reading material and everything. Well, Mike, so, Parry, what happened to Mike Parry's Christmas number one that we were going to have based on I Am the Paul Roast? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> we, uh, we are definitely, by the way, we're going to tackle Mike Parry again at some point, aren't we? I know yeah. uh, obviously Major Charles promotion, I think he's, he is at the minute. Isn't he? He's uh, Joe yeah. Stevenson. He, he keeps a log of loads and loads of stuff. We've got some, I, I found some clips the other day just randomly searching through YouTube. So yeah, we, we will have another go at Mike Parry. We, we probably still won't get anywhere near scratching the surface though yeah and congratulations to Carlisle United uh, Charles's team got promoted and, and released two unbelievable kits I don't know if you've seen them I am actually no uh, check them out unusual kits I like them anything a bit unusual to me um, nearly bought the Ethiopia away shirt uh, last week uh, on M&M Direct for £10 but I didn't there you go it's a great yeah. idea yeah it is a great idea doubt. Uh, Glacier Hernandez uh, obviously tagged us in. I think you've seen this, where the girl is mine, who was obviously we discussed on uh, Ridiculous Songs, has now got 100 million streams on Spotify. Obviously, he's Jackson's number one defender uh, or supporter, whichever you want to call it. Um, so, but yeah, fair play. It's a good song. I've, like I said, those songs weren't songs that we didn't like. You know, they were good songs that we 
we just thought we're a bit and it is ridiculous isn't it the, the ending is undeniably ridiculous isn't it yeah but yeah good song so yeah fair, and fair the play. Do- and the doggone girl is mine if we played any part in those 100 million then you know no problem yeah. no sweat I hope uh, fucking Holster in Heaven gets 100 million streams <laughs> soon. That'd be amazing. Uh, yeah, um, he, were at, he were at Glastonbury actually, weren't he? McCartney looking like a gangster boss, a mob boss backstage with his big shades on, like, sort of, I don't know, just overseeing things. He was filming things, Elton, weren't actually, weren't he? Like a fanboy. Yeah, he were filming Elton. I saw someone say, oh, it's really good, Elton, but why don't you start playing some obscure stuff like I did? I, I didn't like that. I've said this before, that... People said when McCartney were on, he played obscure stuff. I think the difference was McCartney played for three hours. Yeah. He, he had to I, know he's got... I mean, as you point out, I assumed Elton had done it before. I didn't know he hadn't. He, he'd got to go out there and do the hits. It'd be crazy if he didn't. What did you think? Because um... you're a big fan of Elton. I really enjoyed it. And I, I've, been, I've been in Liverpool this weekend, so I didn't get a chance to see much of it. But um, I did watch, I went back for Elton. And I really enjoyed that. It was a, the only time, because I normally got a Glastonbury, I didn't get tickets this year, and it's the only time all weekend I thought, ah, fucking hell, I wish I were there. Then again, looking at the crowds, it looked absolutely horrendous how busy it was. Yeah, I'm, I don't go, obviously. Don't like big crowds. Um, there's normally a, a moment each year that I watch it, though, and I think, ah, oh, I'd love to be there for that. Yeah, Elton was probably the, the, the closest to that this year. I did really enjoy it. I just thought it was a shame... You know, a lot of young people watching it probably kind of think, ah, oh, yeah, he's not very good live. He used to be phenomenal live. He, he obviously sort of barks out the notes these days to try and hit them. But, Bad. yeah. Um, that's what he does. I mean, that's also what I'm saying. Because obviously, Artie Monkey's got criticised as well for the way he sings. And someone said, uh, fair play for booking Vic Reeves two nights in a row, but he's pulled it off. <laughs> yeah, I mean, with the Arctic, I just thought, that is what they do now. I think, you know, yeah. if you were expecting them to, to kind of belt out an early 2000s type set, you, you weren't going to get that. I, not really. I, I don't love what they do now, but that is what they do now. But yeah, I, Elton, I, I thought it was good. I just thought it's a, it's a little bit sad that he kind of just keeps going and keeps going and keeps getting a little bit worse. And he's still amazing, by the way. I just think oh, at some it. point he's got to walk away. I think my favourite bit that I saw was uh, Don't let the sun go down Yeah, here. yeah, good tribute so, Shame uh, George couldn't be bothered to show up but and There were a lot of talk about, obviously, Dua Lipa didn't turn up I was more pissed off that, where were Kiki D in all this? I don't know if she's still alive, is she? I think Kiki D's still alive, isn't she? Is she? Don't, don't know, Which no idea not? I, I actually, that that's a well, song though. that I've always always classed as like a novelty song But when I saw him sing it live, I thought, do you know what? This is a properly good pop song, this yeah, uh, that's yeah. One that, yeah um, really good. I thought uh, Brandon Flowers was was great. Um, Big teeth, red coat, looked like fucking working. Yeah, his teeth. Yeah. I don't know what he's done with his teeth. Well, it's fair enough for him whitened, but it's like he's had like a a large set of teeth put in place of the old ones. I don't know what he looked. He looked. He reminded me almost like someone. I don't know. You're warming up for Barrymore at night is. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? Like saying, "Nice, no, it's coming on soon. It's going to be Michael Barrymore." So I want to say. Uh, Elton John should have got announced by, do you know what Phoenix Nights and it's Ray Bong going, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Elton John. <laughs> it's uh, Brian Potter in wheelchair with glasses on. Uh, but fucking hell. Yeah, I monkeys, I saw someone say, uh, if he sings Mardi Bum any slower, he's still going to be headlining next year. <laughs> mm. Yeah, again, I, I would rather they did it in their old style, but that, that's not what... Do you think they could? Do you think they could switch back or do you think they've completely changed I... Listen to Mardi Bum uh, back to back, like side by side, should I say, uh, from this year and the first year they did it was just after the second album, I think. And it's just a much faster song. 
Whereas this, they've slowed it down. I don't know whether that's because of his voice or just because they're going a bit more lounge or whatever. I just fucking... It's like Rio Ferdinand clip. Just enjoy them, man. Just enjoy, <laughs> you know I mean? just enjoy them both. I uh, often sing to myself, just like doing daily chores, if I'm washing up or whatever. I, all the time I sing to myself, used to get it in your fishnets, and now you only get it in your night yeah. dress. So, that is the most... People slag him off now. That does sound like George Foreman, doesn't it? Let's be honest. <laughs> Same thing. Used to get it in your first nest. Now you want to get it in your nightdress. Whoa. I don't know what he does. What's his catchphrase? Cleaning windows. When I'm cleaning windows. Uh, I used to think he played a banjo. I got embarrassed once on Bravo Lane. Coming out and I had it with Jay. Oh, mate. And, uh, ukulele, innit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I guess he played banjo. He's not ukulele. Because he wore a banjo. And Jay asked someone on street. He's not a mate. <laughs> um, what did George Formby play? Ukulele. Because, yeah, you see. So, yeah. Yeah. Fair play. Done. Fair play, George Formby. Um... We've got we've deviated the, a bit from feedback, haven't we? Have we have we got any? I know, like you said, we've only had a couple of days for the uh, for the other one. So, is no, we've got um, go opinions on him. I sent as the uh, the vile pig clip. Should we play a little bit of that? Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. So that this uh, is what I thought was going to be in the documentary. Have we got this now? Yeah, we're in a Taiwan airport here, Elton. Um, and uh, opinions on him has sent us this in, and this is when we kept saying vile fucking pigs. This is what it's off. Yeah, that's that's exactly the clip I was expecting. Uh, that yeah. played on the news, weren't it? I seem to remember that being like sort of main news. You know, like news at ten. Elton. Have you airport. seen that? I think it was this year, or it was a recent gig anyway, when we were doing his Vegas residency, where he's playing on his piano and he invites people on stage. It's, this woman just wouldn't stop touching him. And he went mental at her, going, fuck off, fuck off. And he like, he did. And then uh, he like stormed off stage. And then he come back, and he come back on, he goes, right, no one else is coming on stage. You fuck that up. We're furious about it. No, I'll look for that. I did not. If you, put in, if you put in Elton John, because I did this when we were uh, doing documentary after, uh, if you put in Elton John tantrums uh, on, on YouTube, there's there's so many, and it's all him on stage, furious. The one where he's having to go to his sound, man, sort of fucking sound out. <laughs> like, just an absolute maniac, isn't he? Do you yeah. think he's the biggest rock and roller of all time? Yeah, we were talking about this, weren't we? I, mm. I know sort of people... Some people, and again, this is why I find it a bit sad. I think some people see him as a bit of a novelty act, but he—he's an absolute rock star, yeah, definitely. I mean, just in Canada, the lifestyle. If you think about some of the big bands, the Beatles, Rolling Stones, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know, you two, whoever you would put up there. This is just a one-man show that just walks around having tantrums, isn't it? A, a, yeah. A mega rich. Massive glasses. <laughs> yeah, just wandering around doing what he wants to do, shouting at people. I saw an interview with him ages ago where he said something like, why do you keep wearing different glasses? Because I can't imagine how boring it is to wear the same glasses every day. It's like, no, for normal people, it's just glasses, isn't it? It's just, you have to wear them. You said he was really disappointed. You were, sorry. And yet he keeps that hairstyle. Right. Tell him. During the mid-90s when we covered him, obviously, last week, that is the worst wig he's had, that. I don't... I've said, like, at the moment, it looks a bit ridiculous. That, that image you shared, by the way, for the episode... Yeah. Why is he having his, his wig styled into like a non-style? I don't know. Because it looks terrible. When he was doing, uh, the, you know, for the uh, Queen of Hearts, when he did Candle in the Wind, I just think it looks, that's the worst he looked that. And I don't know what he was doing with that hair, because he was so out of fashion at the time. Obviously, this is when, I don't know, indie scene were kicking off, Oasis and all that. And he had this, I don't even, it's not a style, is it? 
like sort of like a basin head, but more more than like a an actual basin head. Like somehow it just all literally comes out from a point in the middle of his head. It seems. Yeah. Another thing as well, but we should probably mention about Glastonbury. Did you watch any of Rick Astley? Yeah, I did. I, I saw a little bit of uh, his set, and then I saw most of him doing the Smith covers. That the blossoms, yeah. Fucking. I was impressed on twofold. I was impressed because he did a, a nice little sing-song version of the Smiths. I thought, yeah, this is quite enjoyable. But mm. it also made me realise how good Morris's vocals are. That he, you know, he did a great sort of version of them, but he didn't get anywhere near the kind of the what's the word, the melancholy of Morrissey. I think I'm right in saying both Morrissey and Mar have come out in disgust. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wonder what's the sort of legalities of that. Is it can you cover anybody's song? I suppose so. it's just like a cover band, isn't it? Yeah. You know, cover band festivals now massive. I'm coming back from a what's it called? Uh, where did I go? Chapel Selling of Around Fire, like that's it. And then we went past as we were driving on two cover band festivals, like in these big fields, like on way out. Ridiculous. So that's if you want to, if you want to make a bit of bonds, what would you do? Elton. That you could get, oh, you've done him, haven't you, in karaoke? Do you want to, I know you're really proud of this story, so do you want to explain what happened? Yeah, okay. So I was down <laughs> in the ship inn in... It's on a caravan site near Mevagissi. Um mm. I can't think of the name of the actual town, but it doesn't matter. Doing a karaoke night, I, I got up and had a go, I'm still standing. Um, all, all different people doing it, all different standards. I went through into the the kind of other side, the restaurant bit, but they were quiet at night. A couple of old Cornish guys in there on the stools. Mm. And as I waited for a drink, he said, uh, that sing has been shite tonight. And the other one went, mind you, Elton weren't bad. And they both nodded. <laughs> and I, uh, you I, see? I was yeah. so happy. You sure you weren't another Elton, though? I mean, you are a decent singer, but I'm just saying. Was another Elton, what do you mean? Like, I mean, like someone did someone else do Elton? I thought you meant one of the guys was in Elton. No, no, <laughs> no. I was the only Elton, as far as I'm aware. Uh, we've done a could few, have, haven't we? Could have been done. We've done. Uh, I've, I've I'll stand me now. Yeah, um, wonderful. Need a little time. Need a little time to think it, it over. Yeah, we should do. Don't let the sun go down on me next. That's a good idea, actually. Yeah. Tough one. Quite hard to hit some uh, of the high. You, you're better at some of the high notes. I might struggle with some of those. We got a message as well. I don't know if you saw this because I was responding to it. So I don't. I don't know if you get notifications, but oh, Joe, all... I didn't. Sorry, Sorry on. carry on. No, I was carrying on with this first because obviously I did a, a clip of Liverpool, didn't I? When I went to Liverpool, I did. Um, oh, yeah. I, stood, I, I, fa- I actually found uh, L1 phone clinics, which for regular listeners will know is the place where the, the Liverpoolian woman. It's the famous in, place for a broadcast for a warning. Yeah, broadcast message for a warning. He says there was a fat, smelly clunt, that one. Um, and I try, I was going to do the whole video in front of Liverpool, the the, the, the clinic. Well, I said it to you joking. Try and find mm-hmm. that shop and do that recording. Thinking, I did find it. No way. You, yeah, you did. You found it. Uh, but I was sort of doing the video. So there is a clip. So there's not really much part of me sharing because it's just me saying, what did I say? Uh, oh, you, I want you this bothered, man. Didn't you? you didn't do the yeah. whole thing. Because people were walking past and I was being filmed. By Eggate, and I was just like going, and I'm, I want this man. And people were stopping because it's quite near like real touristy stuff is, like old Beatles stuff. I'm amazed. Like, There's not like people doing it all to like every 30 seconds, somebody stood outside saying, This is a broadcast message for a warning. Broadcast message for a warning. And genuine people were looking and thought, and I, like Tom, who we were with, said, I think they thought that was part of like the tour. <laughs> you know, like people were like, be, so yeah. 
Yeah, so I just, to be honest, I bottled it, but I might be going back. Um, so if I go back, I'll try and do it again. But sorry, Liam, carry on. Anyway, yeah, back to the message we got from the real Bobby B. Um, yeah, but basically, just mentioned something, real coincidence, that I'd just been speaking about, which is uh, Red Dwarf as an idea. Mm-hmm. It's another one of them that I think it's so big and there's so many episodes. I'm not entirely sure how we do it, but yeah, he's put it out there. And he's actually put a give me an episode that I don't remember that I'm going to go back and watch. So yeah, good to, uh, good to hear from you, Mr. Real Bobby B. Yeah. We're going to put it on the list, the ever increasing list uh, of, of stuff. And yeah, Keith, if anyone's got any more ideas, it might seem like, well, I, put, I sent them on, they didn't do it. We will end up doing it. It's just a certain the prob- thing. The if problem it- is the list is growing faster than we do episodes, isn't it? So we're, we're never, yeah. like you say, unless we get one day, we cover everything. We'll probably never do everyone's ideas, but we are. Well, we- we are trying, yeah. We do push them in sometimes. Sometimes they, they jump the queue. Yeah, because like there's a little time, like if you're busy or whatever, and you're like, I haven't really got time to research a whole... We'll just like say, right, let's get in the documentary files, and we'll pick one of them out because they're easy to do. So, but, you know, if someone like Red Dwarf, it'll take more research because obviously... It's... Well, Mike, Mike Parry, I mean, we've got another good one lined up as well. We've got an idea for another good one, but that does take quite a lot of research. So, yeah, yeah. thank you for everything that you send. Thank you for any comments, any likes. Um, yeah, anyway, uh, next week's episode, because um, obviously this is just a little piece of shit that we do in the middle of the week to get your feedback and stuff, and it's a bit of a waste of time, really, because the feedback we get is from the week before, so, but we're still going to do it. Do it. Um, but yeah, so next week's episode, I think we announced it, didn't we? Best TV interviews, I think uh, we mentioned it on the last pod, I'm not listening yeah, back to Yeah, I think so, but, yeah. We, we're going to pick uh, out, I think as we said, that it's a very vague category, they're not they're not the best interviews, the most insightful. They're just ones that we've enjoyed and that we think yeah. we can get an episode out of. Memorable interviews, I think we'll probably call it, won't we? Yeah, yeah, that's, that's good. Uh, but, yeah, so... Oh, yeah, another thing about uh, Glastonbury. Lana Del Rey. What yeah. Do you think that? She obviously got... If people don't know, she got a, a set cut short because she were off an hour late because she was well, doing A bit right. like when I wrote down in my notes for Maureen failing, no sympathy. I sent you a text in our capital. No, you no did. Sympathy. Yeah, you did call that, actually, yeah. I think if you're going to come out and announce that you're late because you've been doing your hair, I, I don't. I, you can't then expect to stay on late. I think at least pretend that it was kind of out of your hands. A bit smug, but, I thought. You know, I was late today, as you know, obviously. Um, you know, I, I've been for a run, obviously, so I were a little bit late today. And um, you know, you you aren't, you didn't cut me off. Do you know what I mean? I'm still. If uh, anyone wants to get in touch with us, send us anything, find us on Twitter at livingwithmade1, or you can send us an email at livingwithmadely at outlook.com. Living.